As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey everybody, Zach and Laura here with another episode of Marriage Therapy Radio. Thanks for joining us. Today we are responding to a listener question. And in this particular case, I get caught up on a couple of his word choices. And I, you know, I'm a word guy. I like to play with words. And I think it's important that we do that throughout our lives. In fact, I think uh, the reason we get stuck sometimes is that we're telling ourselves stories with a very limited vocabulary, or rather we get used to the vocabulary we have. And I think if we're going to tell newer, richer, deeper more exciting stories, we need to be constantly expanding our vocabulary. So I hope this episode will do that or that you will find a way for yourself to do that, maybe even this week. This is, as always, a cool conversation. Stick around. I got the traveling system set up. Why are you traveling? I thought you were home. (laughs) I was home. I was home for a solid two weeks. And then my husband said that he needed to go on a business trip and um, I was getting really lonely and I wanted to spend some time with my family. So I, I mean, I'm kind of shocked. I have rocked this whole thing. I mean, being a camping, like RV towing, I guess they're not RVs if you're towing them, a trailer towing woman is kind of amazing. So I, I have a new superpower. Like I became a superwoman when I pushed a kid out of my body, but now knowing that I can hook up and tow and then back up and unhook a trailer and do that multiple times and keep my kid alive and my dog sane and not eating other animals. Like I'm doing a pretty solid job. New superpower. I know that I know that he's not with you, but I saw this meme one time about like, you're not really married unless you've tried to back up a trailer into a parking place together. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even joking. I used my therapy skills on myself because when I pulled into this RV camp, all of these, I mean, it was like every single, every single trailer or RV were one of those, like, I don't know, the buses on wheels, yeah. like home yeah. motor homes. They're all like $300,000. And I'm pulling in with my little trailer, attempting to back it in and trying not to look like, like, woe is me. I'm a woman doing this by myself. I have no idea what I'm doing. Right but I had people cheering me on, but <laughs> it definitely took like 30 minutes. And I probably, I did the Austin Powers, like 45 point turn. It was pretty amazing. That's funny. Um, But I was flooded emotionally. And my mom was like, Hey, so let's get this thing all figured out. Let's do it. And I was like, actually, I'm going to need 20 minutes to just like downregulate and flush out (laughs) all of my stress hormones. So I'm just going to be over here uh, doing some deep breathing exercises for a while. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm coming to you for my camper. Yeah. This is my camper. I'm going to give you a little tour. There, you've already seen the camper, though, right? No, I haven't. Is that where I, is that where to, I'll stay when I come to bed? 
Yes, that'll be super cool. Actually, if you want, I will go and I will park this and you can live in it and you can you can just like that. Wouldn't that be kind of fun? Yeah, totally. Yeah. That way you don't have to be my own own little crash. (laughs) That way I don't have to be in your house. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Because you have the Rona. Hey, um, what's happening in your life? Anything exciting? Anything new? I'm thinking about yoga. Have you ever done yoga? What do you mean? Have I ever done yoga? That's like asking somebody if they've ever tried orange juice. Yes, I've done yoga. Like, is, Has that ever been like your thing? Like yoga, your thing? Um, No, but I will tell you that yoga is the only time that I have felt spiritually connected to my husband. We did yoga together okay. and we did like deep meditation and um, slow breathing exercises. And it was incredibly intimate. But I wouldn't say it's ever been uh, my okay. thing, but I would love to see you do yoga. Didn't you do yoga? Oh, you wear I like just, little bicycle shorts. Oh, oh, no, I did this one. I did this one like like brief stint of yoga. Remember, because I had the giraffe. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Was my yeah. yoga teacher. Uh-huh. Yeah. And um, and but then I just kind of I gave up. And so, but now I'm feeling like the next thing I need to add is like, like flexibility. Okay. I'm not very, I'm not very bendy. Yeah. I need to get, I need to get more flexible. Yeah. It's because I think I'm super aware that I'm like heading into the part of my life that I actually need to like really proactively take care of my body because mm-hmm. it's not going to take care of me, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So I'm with you. Anyway, I think yoga is next. I might like, I might, I might see if I can go like on a retreat. <gasps> Doesn't that sound cool? You could do a yoga retreat in Bend. I will set up the RV and I will just send like very bendy people your way to teach you. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'll be fine. I'll I'll be fine. I'll be fine. If you come to Bend, though, I'm Um, telling you, we will do. I've been looking to do like a brewery hop with someone and you are my my beer buddy. So we could do some beer buddy stuff and then we'll require we'll record some podcasts after we've had nine beers. Okay. Um, what, uh, what are we talking about today? Well, we've had several listeners email us, which has been really cool. Um, the first one has like a handful of questions, but there's one that I really want to lean into a little bit because it's kind of generic. So this listener says, help my fiance and are having some problems with communicating, which of course is everybody's complaint, right? Um, and family merging conflict, which we did an episode, um, a while back with uh, Beth Wiley. And I think that she does a really great job of walking families through merging. So if you're interested Mm -hmm. in finding a therapist, um, I would recommend rather than just trying to do it yourself, reading a book, if you have families you're trying to merge, like get some help, get some, a coach or a therapist, a great place to start is checking out Beth Wiley. It's, is it, uh, I'm trying to think of her practice. I think it's like Pacific Northwest Therapy, uh-huh. Family Therapy. Or you or just like research her name. If you hear any background yeah. noise, that would be because I'm in a trailer and I have the garbage man outside my window. I, you've heard me say, and I say it a lot, that, that blended families is my least favorite yeah. thing to, to work it, on. Yes. Yesterday I had my, yesterday I had my second least favorite thing. And, um, Have you ever had this actual experience, like actual couple actually breaks up in your office? Um, Like they call it quits in your office. Yes, but I think it's because we've been getting to that point. Yes. Oh, for sure. For sure. But then it's like, but then you're like there and even more creepy is like you're on the computer and you're just like this little fly on the wall as this thing dies. And 
oh man, it, it, it actually, it's actually stresses me out. Mm-hmm. Like it actually makes me an- anxious. So, well, um, I mean, therapy can be very stressful in a lot of ways, but I don't know. I think that when couples get to the point where, remember how we were talking about how you're standing at the fork in the road <laughs> and you're just trying to oh, think. Oh, hey lady, whose question we started reading. Sorry, we'll get to you in a second. <laughs> We'll get there. Hold on. We're talking about merging families. And now we're talking about how it's stressful it is. I think that being in the gray area is the most stressful of all. And I have several couples that are in the gray area of, hey, we broke up and, you know, we're trying to figure out if we can actually reconcile, learn from our past, or uh, we're recovering from an affair and we're not even sure if we want a relationship or not. That would be the garbage man in the background. You're welcome. You're welcome, listeners. It's real life. Um, But here's the thing. A couple breaking up in my office, to me, is moving consciously out of the gray into the black and white. And I think that that is less stressful than being in the gray. And I would rather have a couple decide and have that. There's relief on a lot of ends, I think, of just moving out of the gray. So I'm fine with couples breaking up in my office, especially if that has been the whole reason of getting clarity and understanding what they're doing. Anyhow. Yeah. Yeah. Again, for me, it's just like, it's, I'm sometimes unclear exactly how to be in that like extremely sacred space. Like, yeah. um, it just was bizarre and it made me realize, and I, and, and I, and I think I, I think this is a new realization for me that I'm glad to have that when my couples are really working, um, I have a deep, deep respect for them. Mm-hmm. Like I really respect couples that are interested in, growing their relationship. Some of them aren't really that interested. They're kind of going through the motions. But in this case, I felt really honored and proud to be a part of that process, even though it stressed me out like crazy. Yeah. I definitely have couples where, and and my couples know who they are when I'm like telling them just how incredibly proud, like when you give them homework, they do their homework. When you ask them how the week was, Mm -hmm. they're telling you like, we use this skill, we use this skill and surprise, surprise, it actually works. And that makes me really Mm -hmm. happy. It's really fun to graduate my clients. I tell them I'm firing them. Apparently they like to hear that they're graduating, whatever. (laughs) Okay. Let's get back to this question, right? So, okay. So this lady, or is it a lady? It is, um, it is not a lady. It is a gentleman. Um, So he has a fiance. They're having communication problems. They're also having trouble merging families, which I said, if you're if you're struggling in that area, don't mess around. Like get get some support, get get somebody that can help you. But here's the one that I thought was really interesting. He says, I also need help personally with being the leader in the relationship. And which is, I think, one end thought, right? Being the leader in the relationship, period. And learning how to express my opinions instead of her swaying my opinions. So I thought that was a fascinating um, request. And I'm curious Mm -hmm. your thoughts on this. It is interesting. I'm glad we clarified that this was a male because um, I do think, especially with some of my uh, faithful clients, religious clients, that there is a, a role that falls upon the male shoulders of being like the leader um, and especially, you know, being a leader in the family, being a leader in the relationship, not always yeah. the case, obviously, but I think. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely a, a kind of a culture, right? Um, particularly in, in really conservative, in really conservative families. And they can be politically conservative, religiously conservative. This idea that somehow the, the male mm-hmm. partner holds or should hold more power or leadership. That definitely is a, 
It's definitely cliche in those circles for sure. Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily say more hold more power. I just think it's a division of roles. It's where where are we? Um, you know, you might have one person that has the role as caretaker, the one who's like taking care of children or maintaining the household, one who has the role of like bringing in uh, the finances and also being sort of like the leader. So I think the more interesting part of understanding the role that he's wanting to help, wanting help with is holding a, an opinion and holding true to that opinion, not feeling swayed by his partner. And yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So like my gut, my gut just goes like, wait, why won't, why don't you want your partner to sway yeah. you? Like it's, a, it's one thing for her to steamroll you, but you ought to be able to be swayed by your partner. To me, like I, I, I kind of push back on the idea of leader. I think I don't really like it. Um, I think in part because it's been misused um, sure. in circles that I've come up through. Yeah. But, um, but I think it goes back to this idea of like functional adult. Like, how do you show up as an adult mm. um, and not as a man child or as a you know power wielding leader or something, but like as a person who says, "Hey, I have got this thought. This thought is important to me. Mm-hmm. This is where that thought is coming from." Mm-hmm. Um, this happens to be my area of responsibility in the relationship, whether I'm managing finances or sure. planning a vacation or, you know, parenting. And it, it's important to me that we hash this out. That's really different than being the leader who can't be swayed. Right. Or, um, so we talk about, I think I said that right. Yeah. Now. We talk about this and I'm, I'm glad that you're thinking about this, right? Because it is really important to be able to be swayed. We call it, um, uh, what? Accept influence. Thank you. Accepting influence. I'm on like half a cup of coffee. I fell asleep. Okay. Side note before we even get into this, I'm in the camper. I can't figure out how to level it. And so my kid literally fell out of his bed twice last night because we are on such an incline or decline or whatever it might be that I kept waking up to him just laying on the, on the floor and being completely sound asleep. Um, That is the type of parenting I'm doing. Okay. So accepting influence is that your partner comes to you and let's say that you are in a leadership role with your finances and your partner Mm -hmm. says, Hey, you know, I was thinking I'd really like to replace all of the furniture on the main floor. This is what we're going through right now in my household. And Mm -hmm. accepting influence is going, gosh, that's a really interesting idea. Why don't you tell me more about that? Not accepting influence, not being open to that idea is just shutting it down immediately and even escalating your partner. Like, how dare you have the audacity to come to me and suggest that we do that? You know that we don't have enough money for this. We're saving money, blah, blah, blah. And so you're escalating the issue. And what we're saying is that it doesn't matter whether or not you're a leader when it comes to finances or you're the leader that comes to that's your role for the household care upkeep or whatever, that when your partner comes to you, the knee jerk reaction is to say, gosh, that's really interesting. Why don't you tell me more about that? Or, you know, like, yes, that's a, that's a really interesting idea. Let's talk more. Give me more thoughts, whatever it might be, rather than shutting your partner Mm -hmm. down. And what I hear you saying is that we need to actually be able to be swayed. That's a really healthy place yeah. to be in the relationship. Well, I mean, the, the at the extreme, like, um, let's say this guy, he decides that he's not going to be swayed at all. And he, you know, his partners, he says, this is what I think. And it doesn't matter to me what you think. Mm-hmm. And even if you have an idea that's other than mine, no, I'm just going to no. Mm-hmm. And he, he drops into no, like I, and, and believes that that's where he's deriving his power. Yeah. Right. In his ability to be the leader, the man, mm-hmm. whatever, what happens is, um, Partners, when when they know that they're just going to get a no, 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. They'd stop asking right. and they go around, yeah. you know, it's like what John talks about when John Gottman talks about when he's talking about gridlock and how if you're, if you're in a parking lot and you, you come to a place where like no car is moving, right. you, you, you don't like keep ramming against the car in front of you. You, <laughs> you back up and you turn around and you go somewhere yeah. else and you avoid, you avoid the guaranteed no. Yeah. So I think it, in that way, the, the, those guys and sometimes women who, who believe that that's how they're holding their power, they're actually giving it up. Mm-hmm. They're actually giving their power away because mm. they don't have, you know, their partner is going to find a way around them. I was thinking a lot about that when it comes to parenting and especially like around food. Cause you know, I just, I just spent three or four days around my brother and I'm sure he's fine. He doesn't listen to the podcast. If he does, I'd be really surprised. <laughs> I'm spending time around my brother. I don't think my brother knows I have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we might have like a million downloads, but our family doesn't listen. Nobody really cares. We have a podcast, um, except for our faithful listeners, but um, how you handle food. And so there's, there's like severe restriction and I'm trying to have just a really healthy balance. And what I ended up noticing is that with my, my son's kids, they restricted sugar intake so much when they were little and your son has kids. No, oh, sorry. My brother's kids. <laughs> Do you ever, your are My grandkids. <laughs> <laughs> that is creepy. That is creepy. Um, yeah. So they restricted sugar so much that now the kids are finding that anytime they ask for something, whether it be a snack or a treat or whatever, they know the answer is going to be no. And so now the kids are starting to sneak it. And I used to do that when I was little, too. I would, you know, go into the pantry really quietly and I would hide in the pantry and like eat as many cookies as, as I could shove into my face before my mom would find me. And um, and I think that the sneaking, I mean, that's that's really what we're talking about is people find ways around situations. I have a girlfriend. She hid. Oh, I can't give away too many details in the podcast. Anyway, we'll just say that she went around her husband. I was privy to it. Naughty Lala. Um, it, re- it it reminds me of that thing about how um, if you want a puppy for Christmas, you ask for a pony. <laughs> <laughs> or if you want to tell your parents that you like failed out of college, you first tell them that you're pregnant. No? Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of the same. Hey, um, did we answer this I, question or did we just did did we <laughs> did we answer it? I think we did. I hope we did. I hope the guy is like thinking differently about okay. what he means well, about leader and influence and sway and communication. I want uh, maybe wanna, there's some seed that can get planted there. Yeah, but I also here's the thing is like he doesn't 
want, he wants to feel like he can have an opinion. And I think the reason why he's asking, I'm going to make up a story, is that he gives in to his partner because oftentimes a partner will have a larger voice, a bigger voice, or they will, everything is like on a scale of one to 10, most important. This is most important to me that I get my way. And so one partner will just like give in because it's not worth it, right? Like they're all, okay, we've gone down this road before. I know that if I don't give in to you, that this is just going to become a bigger issue and it's so much easier. So it feels like one partner is constantly getting their way because they have a bigger voice, they're stronger, they escalate things. And so that's the story I'm making up is he's trying to figure out how do I hold my ground even when my partner um, is is quite a bit bigger or maybe more opinionated. And so what would you say to that if he was saying, I want to be able to have my own opinions and I want to hold my ground, but um, like maybe he doesn't have a problem with with yielding. It's that his partner is so big and, and unwilling to yield. What do you do with that? Yeah, I mean, I think it's back to some fun, some of the fundamental skills, like just making. First of all, I'd say get get to know your own functional adult and get to know hers, and invite her into the conversation. If she's getting big and loud and you know disruptive, it's probably because she's protecting something that feels vulnerable. Yep. And if he can make that space safer for her, then maybe they can have a real conversation, adult to adult. Yeah. So when you say something that's sacred to her, the way that I get down to that, like if you're having this conversation is like, okay, I can see this is really important to you. What let's get really knowledgeable. Let me get really aware and curious about what is it that's so important to you. And just taking the time to get to know that core need that your partner has and why they're putting up such a fight for it. Cause I find that when people get really big about certain things, they have a strong opinion. That's when we need to shut up and listen and get really curious about what is it? Cause clearly this reaction that I'm getting out of you is really important. And I, I need to know what's underneath it all. Yeah. Lately this week and this week, in fact, I've said it a bunch of times, I've been encouraging partners to ask their partner to help make them smarter. Oh. Like, hey, hold on, hold on, make me smarter because I'm missing something. I, there's something, there's information I don't have that I need in yes. order to yes. participate in this. Yeah. So just help, help me out mm -hmm. versus like, calm down or what's your problem? Or you, I'll talk about this when you're, you're in a different mindset or something, you yeah. know, like, um, help make me smarter. Hey, I gotta, t I gotta say this cause it's, I, I can't get it out of my brain. <laughs> Are you ready? Is it a dad joke? Do you know why Peter Pan is always flying? Why? Because he never lands. <laughs> You're such a goober. Did you Google that? Because I can see your face looking at like your no, phone. No, or... it just popped into my head. Oh. But let me tell you something. I love that joke because it never gets old. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Zach. Wow. Oh, right. That's is this how we yeah, is this sorry. how we end? Is we just end on a dad joke? I don't know. You had two questions. How long have we? How long have we been going? No, but I mean, are, we keep these little bite-sized podcasts, so maybe we'll answer the next okay. one. It's about infidelity, so we'll tee that up for our next time that we. Oh yeah, I do not want to do that one right now. You don't. You're not feeling it. Yeah. No, I've had half a cup of coffee. It. I need and like I yeah, I need to brush my teeth. And I mean, you're you're looking at me right now. This is camping, Laura. It's a wreck. Right on. All right. Hey. Hey, you want one more? Yeah, I do. And so do our listeners, so, right, guys? Can't wait. A priest. Are you ready? Yeah. A priest, a monk, and a rabbit walk into a bar. And the rabbit says, 
I think I might be a typo. <laughs> I actually heard that one uh, recently. I recently heard that one. That's pretty oh, good. Oh, man. You like cracking yourself Gosh. up really good? Giving yourself the giggle You got sweats? to, man. I, yeah, I like waking up like this because at least I'm not reading the news and getting furious. Okay, so to be clear, so. it's 1030 in the morning. You said waking up. I have been awake for four hours. Yeah, we know. We know. Yeah, we know. Yeah. We know. But I haven't done anything with myself. All right, let's land this plane. Thanks for listening. Send us your questions. If you want to send it to us, we have um, we have an email inbox that we sometimes respond to, sometimes not. But uh, if you want to send us questions, we'll probably talk about it on the podcast. It's info at forbetter.us. Was that not good? I'm just being real. That was great. Yeah. Yeah, so, that's great. Clear expectations. Yeah. Don't expect anything. Totally. <laughs> right on. Yeah, I'm into it. We love you guys. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Marriage Therapy Radio. And just as a reminder, for those of you who are looking for more help, if you are merging families, if you're dealing with an infidelity, if maybe you have an increase in anxiety or depression, you are just going out of your mind trying to figure out what to do with all of the stress of COVID, check out... BetterHelp. BetterHelp is a way for you to interact with a therapist virtually that is licensed just like Zach and myself and in your area. We are offering 10% off to all of you and it helps to support the podcast so that we can keep the lights on. So go to BetterHelp, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com forward slash MTR. That's where you're getting the 10% off. MTR is for Marriage Therapy Radio. Thank you for all of your time and attention, making your relationship better today than it was yesterday.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.